Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one singular page of Talmud every day. And today's page of Talmud deals with one of the most painful, inscrutable, maddening, hurtful, uncompromising, crazy-making, and absolutely essential subjects of human life and existence, family. Now, maybe you're lucky. Maybe your family is perfect. I could see you now. You're sitting around the pool in your country house and you're sipping tall, icy lemonades and you're smiling pleasantly at each other. Everyone keeping quiet because there's really only so many times a day you could tell people how much you love them and how terrifically they're behaving all the time. And really, there's nothing else unpleasant or disturbing to talk about. If that's you, well, good for you. For the rest of us, family, well, family life is a contact sport. Even if no major drama befell your family, no addictions or incarcerations or deaths, no traumas or tragedies, you would still recognize, if you grew up in a family of any sort, that every day brings with it a hundred tiny dramas. Someone says something cutting. Someone does something jerky. The care may all be there, and the intentions may be as pure as snow, But living in close quarters with people who love each other so much is, by definition, a powder keg. Love is a potent emotion, and without proper care and guidance, it could easily sour into a whole host of other chemical compounds from anxiety to obsession to resentment and even to hate. Which is why today's page of Talmud delivers a sobering and oh-so-essential message. Sorry, friendos, but love just isn't enough. When it comes to family, you need thicker guardrails. Have a listen. Rabbi Yossi, the priest, and Rabbi Zechariah ben Hakatsav testified about a Jewish woman about whom witnesses testified that she was taken as security for a debt in Ashkelon. And the members of her family, who suspected that she engaged in intercourse there, distanced themselves from her. And her witnesses testified about her that she neither entered into seclusion nor was violated. And the sages said to the members of the family, If you believe the witnesses that she was taken as collateral, believe the witnesses who say that she neither entered into seclusion nor was violated. And if you don't believe the witnesses that she neither entered into seclusion nor was violated, do not believe the witnesses that she was taken as collateral at all. Let's get back to the family in question here. They hear that their daughter, let's call her Jessica, was taken as security for a debt. We'll discuss this dubious practice some other time. And immediately, this family assumes the absolute worst. Of course Jessica was fooling around with her captors, they say. Remember that one time in junior high when she missed her curfew and then came back smelling like beer? And remember that boyfriend she had in high school, that no-good Nick with a motorcycle and the criminal record? It's just what Jessica does, and we just don't trust her to do anything different. The family in question may be hurtful, sure, but I don't think they're being cruel. They care 
for their daughter and they love her so much and it's precisely this love that sheds a very strong light on poor Jessica's transgressions. Every small and completely normal thing Jessica does is processed as a value judgment because Jessica's parents and siblings so desperately want her to thrive, to be happy, to be perfect. So after years of this kind of emotional trench warfare, they're ready to pass judgment and declare Jessica to be not the person she actually is or the woman that she has the potential to one day become, but rather the sum total of all the little slip-ups and mistakes she's made throughout her life. It's family arithmetic 101. Enter religion. Love, Judaism tells us, is all good and well and awesome, but you also need law. In sober, straight-up language, like some speech out of Perry Mason or L.A. Law, the Talmud not only delivers a master class in logic, but also brings down the temperature of the family feud. Sure, the rabbis tell Jessica's fuming parents, you're angry because you're scared and you're anxious and you're disappointed and Lord knows what else you're feeling right now. But if you stop and simply apply reason, as Jewish tradition dictates that you must do, well, you'll see that you have absolutely no reason to doubt poor Jessica at all. Love, in other words, is an abstraction. It's a great engine, but a terrible, terrible blueprint. If you only have love, but lack a concrete and well-thought-out value system that you live by every day, eventually you are going to hurt the ones you love most because that most volatile of human sentiments is certain to spill over sooner or later. Those very wise rabbis then, Rabbi John, Rabbi George, Rabbi Paul, and Rabbi Ringo, had it almost right. All you need is love and a little bit of commonsensical tradition to help you along. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon. Soon.